Welcome to the Lifelinks Podcast, a platform to amplify Latina voices, to validate their story, and engage the comunidad worldwide. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby, and also creator of this content. If you would like to chat about what you've heard here today, then reach out to me through our website at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Or through our Instagram profile at Lifelinks. I'd love to listen and engage in whatever you have to say. Hola, chicas. Welcome to the Lifelinks podcast. I'm your host, Consuela Crosby, and you have found us on the last episode of 2022. So, welcome to this Wednesday winter solstice, the longest night of the year. And we have made it, ladies. We have made it to the depth of the darkness, and we are putting this one to bed. From here on out, there is only more light. And what a great way to start out the new year with more light and learning from Brenda Amial last week. Oh, my Lord, what do you think? Episode 70, Get to the Root Cause and Yank It Out. She was brilliant. Master Certified Hypnotherapy, NLP, and Timeline Therapy Coach. Now, if you didn't have a chance to catch up, I hear you. Hopefully, you have some time off over these next couple weeks to catch up on these longer episodes. Today is just a pod club episode. A nice synopsis of what we heard last week. Plus a little levity moving forward. So in these pod club episodes, we reflect back on what we learned in the previous episode from our guests. What were their real powerful points that they were hitting on? And what was the organic, oh my gosh, learning lesson? You never exactly know what's going to happen on these episodes with our amazing featured guests because we leave it organic. We leave it to the process of getting off that question and answer, and more into possibility. And again, possibility, everything that Brenda emphasized, possibility and getting to the life we want to live. Now, before we get into the main takeaway from Brenda's episode, have you settled down from watching the World Cup between last episode and this one? Was that not the most epic week of football that you've ever seen? Well, here's the funny part. This is ridiculous. Of course, being Peruvian, I was cheering for Argentina. Messi, I've known about for about the last 12 years because a friend of mine who always goes to every World Cup was always telling me who to watch and why. So, of course, I was rooting for them. And come that Sunday. Okay, ladies, I'm on the West Coast. I'm in California. That game was on at 6 a.m. I got up. A Sunday morning, 6 a.m., and I was dedicated. I was going to bring all my positive energy and all my tricks. I don't know how many of you learned the tricks from your mama, but in our household, when you want to, like, I'm not going to say put a curse, but you don't want things to go well for the other team, you cross all your fingers, right? So you've got four sets of crossed fingers, and you cross your arms. And you wave this in front of the TV 
whenever the other team was going to score to prevent that from happening. And it worked really well. I think, except for those two minutes, when Mbappe went ahead and scored two goals, I think I must have been getting another cafecito or something. And then to send good luck, good luck, you put your arms outreached and your fingers outreached and you wave your fingers all at once, like you're sprinkling this golden dust on that golden boot of Messi to make sure that they would always get the goals. So it's very active. It is not an idle participation. Between throwing bad luck on one side and adding good luck on the other, it's a constant movement. So I'm watching this for four hours, going into overtime and overtime and overtime. And then it gets down to the penalty kicks. And of course me, the engineer, doing the math. I'm actively crossing my fingers, crossing my arms on the penalty kicks for France, waving my fingers on the penalty kicks for Argentina. And I figure out, oh my gosh, this is it. This is it. The last kick for Argentina. And there was no way that France could win after that. I got so excited, I just threw myself on the sofa and sat on the remote and flicked the TV off. Oh, yep, off. Couldn't get it on in time. Totally missed the last kick. The game-winning kick. Oh, I guess they didn't need my witchy powers. So congratulations, felicidades. A la Argentina. Wow. Bring it. That's the kind of ending we're going to have for 2022. Just like that. Not so sure. This year has still been a struggle, no doubt. We are not meant to do life on our own. So leaning into community here on this podcast may help you find what you need to lighten any burden that you might be feeling. You have opportunity to listen to other women's stories, their journeys, and something might catch your ear, might resonate with you. Like last week's episode, what did you think? Brenda definitely gave us some powerful insight to what may be holding us back from the life we want for ourselves. And I had never learned this before, and I was wondering how many of you had opportunity to engage in this type of coaching. I didn't even know what NLP was. I had to look that up. She did guide me through it. I'll share that with you in a minute. The main part of the episode, though, was when she highlighted a major game changer that had this two-step process. First, recognizing that all our emotions are individually framed that we have memories of each emotion, and they're all in buckets. There's one for anger, there's one for excitement, there's one for sadness. And they're all framed. Every emotion you have had, each bucket, is framed on that first drop in that bucket. The first time that you experienced that feeling. Well, so how old were you when you experienced those feelings? Months old? Even weeks old? So, using her master skills, Brenda takes you back to finding that very first experience with each emotion. And once there, 
the second step kicks in. Reframing your response to it with your now more adult, more mature mind. In the episode, Brenda describes this process as a garden where you get to the root of the problem, the weeds, the ugliness, and you yank it out from the roots so it doesn't come back. Your garden, your mindset stay beautiful and thriving. So all these past years in which that original response, that original emotion has framed an opinion about yourself or framed your decision-making, With Brenda's guidance, all this can be reframed in a matter of months. Months. You don't have to go back chronologically to address every issue. And that's the beauty of it. You go back immediately to the root cause of all those issues and yank out the response you had when you were younger because it no longer applies to who you are today. It's like dominoes. Knock over that first response and all the years of opinions, decisions, choices based on that first response, it all falls away. Done. Now, I actually did a little mini NLP coaching session with her during that interview, although we didn't include it in that episode. I see it coming in a future episode, though, a long length, an LP, so to speak, of her episode. I'm not familiar at all with the coaching, and I wasn't sure even of her specialty in how she was framing the conversation. Took me a little minute, but she was very patient, very understanding, and just guided me through step by step. And I kept having these, oh my gosh! aha moments of how do you know? And as she stepped me through my thought, we came to the crux of conflict. Now, we don't like conflict. And being first-gen Latinas, you may be caught in that conflict of what do I do for myself? What do I want for myself? And what do I feel I have to do for others? Now, this is something we have touched repeatedly on with other featured guests like Rosa de Vuelta and Linda Gonzalez, and it's really difficult. No matter how many years we get in there, this takes some training. Because just like Brenda was describing, you have one voice on the left shoulder, one voice on the right shoulder, and they're talking into our ears at the same time. We don't necessarily have the headspace to address what do we really want. And that's where Brenda's skill just came zipping in to the conversation. And she spoke about what is your highest intention? Now, that's not on the episode. That is on my mini coaching session she guided me through. What is your highest intention? That right there, that one line, has stuck with me since her interview. I have taken that so seriously, I'm applying it to everything, absolutely everything, because I need the training. 
this isn't natural to me. I'm more the, you need that? Okay, I'll do that. I could do that because I could stay up all night. If you need things, I'll help you because I have 24 hours. So unhealthy. So wrong. Don't follow that trap. That is a rabbit hole that I am going to fill in and pave over and decorate with a nice rug, ladies. You are not going down that rabbit hole. Instead, I honestly recommend you contact Brenda and go through this process of what is your highest intention. Because in that moment, when I understood what she meant by it, oh my gosh, the lights went on. The joy was way up. I was catapulted out of that rabbit hole, up into the sky, up into the stars. I was free. Free to finally say, I want it all. And you know what? Following Brenda's advice, following her leadership, having her take me through this little mini session, I realized I could have it all. And not because I was working 24 hours. And not because I was doing it for everybody else. No, I was doing it for me. And those around me, those in my most intimate circles, would still benefit to their highest hopes from me putting myself first. All of our guests on season three, every single one of them has come up with this one line, this one provocative thought, and it's just a gem. It grabs you, it holds you, and it makes you focus on just that one gem. Because these are such base human behaviors. This is getting to the core, or as Brenda says, the root of our actions, of our thoughts, of our emotions. And therein lies the answer. By listening to each one of these women and the one provocative gem, that comes out of the episodes, and sit in that a moment through the end of this year. And that will release yourself from the thought that you could do nothing other and embrace the life that you've always wanted. All that struggle, as Olga Espiritu said, that struggle will be golden. When you hit that moment of success that is as you defined it, that is yours. Isn't this the best way to cap out 2022? With this clear mind and this high intention that 2023 is going to be a completely different year for each of you. It will be the year that you step out into yourself free of past expectations and behaviors and live who you were born to be. Ah, I can't wait. I cannot wait 10 more days to get this started. So if you need to catch up a little more on Brenda, we have an article on the website that correlates with the episode. And there you'll have another quick synopsis of what she was talking about, all her favorite points, and links to contact her and reach out to her High Vibes Consulting. You can find those articles on our website at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X for some really major reworking of the mindset. 
But of course, before the end of the year, we have Christmas right around the corner. And that is only the beginning. In the Latina culture, that is only the beginning of things because it goes from Christmas to Dia de los Reyes. So we are just beginning the excitement. And it's huge. It's huge. It's all about family and traditions and celebration and excitement and, oh, the love of the kids. There's so many variations depending on the country of your heritage. And we were so blessed as kids that my mom was such a chatty peruana that she made friends with everyone. And the Chileans especially, they loved my mom. There was one woman, Josefina Mer, and she was from Mexico City. And when I was such a little girl, maybe three years old, I already recognized she was stunningly beautiful. Just the epic, in my little three-year-old mind, of beauty. But she was vivacious and fun and chit-chatty, and she sang and she ran, and she was just, she was an artist. She did it all. That love of life that I find so many women in the culture have, so many Latinas are just pulsing with this love of life. It was so addicting for me. And my all-time favorite Christmas memory was because of her, Josefina. Because every year, everyone with Mexican heritage is going to start nodding along. Every year, on Christmas Eve, with her Mexican culture, Josefina would create La Posada. Now, La Posada in Mexico, I hear, is just off the charts amazing. Yet another deep, cultural community celebration that I would love to experience one day. But in our little suburban lifestyle, Josefina Mayer did this amazing La Posada where we would gather outside of her home and we were given a booklet already printed out of all the songs we would sing. And together as a group, now there was probably 40 people at least, As a group, we would go house to house singing these songs. And each of these songs was about Mary and Joseph on their journey to find an inn because Mary was about to give birth. And for all the pregnant mamas out there, can you imagine? Can you imagine being turned down, first of all? But can you imagine riding through the streets asking for shelter? When you're about to give birth, these songs were asking each house as we sang out in front on the streets, do you have room? Can we come in? House to house. And finally, we circle back and we're in front of Josefina's house. And she's leaning out her window and we're asking, please, we need shelter. We're about to give birth. May we come in? And Josefina is the one that says, yes, yes, you're welcome. Yes, come have shelter, have food. Let's celebrate. And when you walked into her home, which was lit up, probably could be seen from the moon, since there was no space station yet. And oh, the party started. Oh my gosh, the tamales. All the goodies that were on the tables. I don't know how long she had been cooking. 
But the entire house was filled with food, with people, with music. People started dancing. It was the most joyful experience that I looked forward to every year. I absolutely loved it. That when I was talking about this with Rosa Revuelta from episode 68, this is another segment that didn't make it onto the full episode. I tell you, we get so chatty. These episodes, if I had them all present, would be about two or three hours long. But on that interview, and we were talking about December coming up and Christmas coming up, and I described the story of La Pozvada, and she, she knew it all. She was my Josefina Mer. So listen to the rest of this episode. Listen to the clip that didn't make it into the full episode, where we talk about La Pozada and El Ponche. So Ponche, first of all, for those of us who are not Mexican, I'm Peruvian. Uh, what is Ponche? What's in it? And uh, what's your favorite flavor then? That So uh, Ponche is actually like, it's another word for like fruit punch. Sure. Not like the fruit punch you get at the store from a bottle. <laughs> the way that we make it is you get a big pot, put in water, and then you put a uh, a variety of different fruit in it. I, it can vary depending on what's available and what's accessible, but really like any combination can make it taste really yummy. So like we put guava, we put apples, pears, um, oranges. We typically put cane, like a piece of cane, um, like sugar okay. cane. Yeah, yeah. You put the cinnamon sticks and you put the hibiscus, like the Jamaica uh-huh. um, as well. So it's just like this combination of these different fruits and yeah. you let you put it on the stove until like everything just becomes super soft and melts mm. into each other. A lot of people like eating the fruit as well. Some people just like the, the drink itself, but you serve it warm. So it's I was a gonna warm ask. drink. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And especially yeah. at the posada. Yes. Yeah. So when you think of people at the posada, they're literally mm. standing outside with a little styrofoam cup <laughs> and like the little smoke from the heat is coming up um, as they watch other people like going house to house. So it's like giving them a little bit of warmth. And everybody's recipe is a little bit different of what they put into it. So it's really great to be able to just go house to house and have a little taste. Different styles. Mm -hmm. Sounds so good. I love the holidays. And Porsche is just like that to me, um, last year, we didn't get mm-hmm. to celebrate the holidays with my family. It was going to be my son's first Christmas. I was so excited to spend it with them. Oh, right. But we didn't get to. And so I decided, well, I'm going to make one change. <laughs> <laughs> but even though he was only a few months old, he <laughs> yeah. was like four months old at the time. I was like, we're yeah. still going to have one at the house. It's going to smell like it. We should write a book or a cookbook or even have a digital cookbook out there with everyone's cultural recipes that they have during the holidays. I did make tamales last Christmas, the full-blown, because we, we do them in banana leaves. Well, yes, my sister's husband is from Nicaragua, and they also do them in banana oh, yeah? So it's fun because we end up having like different types of tamales for the holidays, whatever these two families come together. <laughs> oh, that there you go. There's the epic holiday. Right. Yeah, let's not delete. Let's increase. <laughs> exactly. Add to add to yes, the table. Add to. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're coming to the table. We have a seat at the table and we're adding to it. 
Yes. That is the way to look. We are not wiping anything out, taking anything away. We are bringing what is inherently us to the table and you're going to love it. I love that. <laughs> now right? that's a great quote. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now are you excited? <laughs> Three more days when Christmas Eve comes, Christmas comes. And for those of you who have been following our social media at LifeLinks on Instagram, maybe we have a little nieta or nieto coming soon after. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. What a blessing. 2023. So amigas, ladies, chicas, badass chicas, this has been such a fulfilling, soulful year. There's been a lot of struggle. But with this community and the happiness and joy found in the Latina community, the strength, the resilience, and the joy knowing that we can overcome anything together. Because as you've heard in the episodes, doing it alone is too big. It's too big and we are way too hard on ourselves. But when we find each other, when we find that commonality, when that sisterhood sparks, and we are no longer doing it alone, we can do anything. So this being the last episode of the year, the last episode of 2022, I just want to express all my love, all my joy, all my gratitude to you, the enthusiastic listeners worldwide, to my gracious guests for sharing and adding to the joy to create this narrative in our own words in our own time. May this year have a gentle ending where you can step off that strength and dive into an embrace of love from this community and yourself. And may you start off next year on fire to find the life you want for yourself. Choose yourself first. Frame your decisions based on your highest intention. Break those internal glass ceilings, and go after it, ladies. Remember to share this podcast with your friends, have them take a listen, and follow us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, and find us at our website at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X, where you can also listen to the episodes and share them from there with your friends. Really appreciate your support. Appreciate your enthusiasm and all the outreach. Follow us on our social media at LifeLinks, because even though we're not going to be dropping new episodes, we are going to single out our favorite gems from each of our guests. That one line or that one thought that really struck to the heart and stayed with us. So look forward to that. That will be coming out on our social media, on our LinkedIn page, and also on our Instagram. Have a very, very Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, a very exciting and happy new year filled with all the goodness that you bring forward from this year and leave everything else behind. Feliz Año Nuevo. Until next year, step into your truth, ladies. Ciao. Really appreciate the time you take to rate and review the podcast. Get the backstory and what you've heard here today and reach out to us at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Because it's about time, it's about us. Stay in the groove on our social media at LifeLinks and get ready to make your move, ladies. Viva!